This podcast is a satirical podcast. Any information should be verified by you before being believed. Thank you and enjoy. This is the Piss Goff Podcast with your host, Yusuf Goff. Cause I'll backhand you boys with my right in hand. You niggas do your shooting on the web, you Spider-Man. My brother robbing you down to juniors like I am man. My brother making ace disappear like a slide of hair. My brother carry bundles and extension like hair stores. It's me and him in a white team, we moving like paramore. Shit they call internal affairs for. I'm someone he cares for, I'm someone he there for. My brother put some holes on your top, you a Air Force. I should charge for interviews, they want me to share more. A ticket's just a check-in with the boy like the airport. This is a part of the story you wasn't prepared for. Let me tell you about my brother though. But they say I'm better than everyone, he biased as fuck My brother's thicker than water, nigga, his iron is up And you keep eyeing me down, trust me, his iron is up That last album was Barnes, nigga, you Hawaiian as fuck Niggas so damn bad, they making alliances up Clicking with the haters, they think it's signing to us Whether when a drop, they inspired as fuck Secret Americans, too embarrassed, they hide in the cut That's enough of that That was called uh, Stories About My Brother by Drake Recent new add-on to his uh, latest album, um, the one I only liked one song on. I guess maybe two songs on. No shade to him. It wasn't, uh, look, you know what, dude? I like to eat a lot of things and some things I just don't like to eat. For example, macaroni and cheese. Everybody likes macaroni and cheese. I don't. I'm literally, I have some food, leftover food. That I'm going to eat after the podcast. And I'm staring at it. And some of it is goddamn flaming hot macaroni and cheese. It's not bad. It's just not good. It's just macaronis and cheese. <sighs> Whatever. How you guys doing, guys? What's up? How how are you? What's going on with you? What's new? How was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a good one? I hope you did. Mine was pretty wild. I'll tell you about that when we get there. Spoiler alert. My brother knows. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, man, what's new with you guys? Anything else? Apparently they were, um, they released some hostages, so I'm happy about that. That's something brand new while I get the notes up for the week. All right, so Sunday night, um, I finished the podcast. And then I made food, and I was editing it, and then it just wouldn't upload. For whatever reason, so I just went to bed. Uh, I was watching uh, Lone Survivor on Netflix. Meh, just went to bed. I was like, fuck it, I'll handle it tomorrow. Monday was a great day. Um, I uploaded the podcast, then I relaxed a bit. Then I took my pre-workout, and then I went to go hit the gym, but I ended up kind of getting there kind of late because the first half of the the I was able to use everything I wanted. It was, it was fine. By the second half, it was way too packed at the gym. They have to start fucking turning people away, I think, or something. Or kicking people out if they've been there too long. But then I'm going to get kicked out a lot because I stay two hours, dude. I do two-hour workout. Two-hour long workouts, dude. At least it's like two hours from the time I start my uh, like the, the recording on my watch. That records my physical activity. And, and then when I, I get out, I turn it off. And it's usually like an hour 45, two hours. 
I do so many workouts though. I do three body parts. I do like five to six workouts each body part. Legs, I do like eight. Gotta hit them with everything now. Never neglect legs. NNL. Me and this one guy at the gym today. Oof, we were NNL. We were never neglecting legs. I just kept bumping into him. And he's like, oh, you want to work in with me? And I wa- sometimes I was like, nah, I'm all right. And then I realized he's doing the exact same weight as me on almost every machine that we both use together. So I'm just going to start working out with him on leg day. In fact, uh, next time I see him, I'll be like, you doing legs today? Count me in, partner. I'll be your leg partner. I also still got to do back and by, so I'll be mixing it up a little bit. But, um, yeah, that was uh, Monday. Uh, I ended up, um, I was supposed to do the podcast with Jesse, right? So, I, after the gym, I go to the dojo. By the time I get there, literally comics are walking out. And I didn't see Jesse's car there. I don't really know exactly what car Jesse drives. But I think if I saw it, I'd be like, that's Jesse's car. Because like, you kind of know your homies like that sometimes. Especially if you start seeing people all the time at mics. You almost see certain cars. You're like, oh, yeah, Josh is here. Josh is at the mic. It's going to be fun. But uh, I didn't see Jesse's car. So I shot him a text. And then they said, the, the guys that were there were like, oh, we're going to go to Dingles. We're going to try to see if we can catch it. So my dumbass drives all the way to Clifton to go to do dingoes. And, of course, it was done by the time I got there. And I was so thankful. I was so thankful. I parked my car and I turned around. <coughs> and I went home. And uh, I think I watched some Legion of Skanks. Um, I made food. Uh, oh, I made strawberry cornbread muffins. What it is is you take corn uh, corn muffin, I think is what it's called, corn muffin. I thought it was cornbread mix. It's corn muffin mix. Same shit. Um, they come in the little small boxes. You mix one of those boxes with half a box of strawberry cake mix, and, and then you cook it somewhere in between both temperatures and times. And then what happens is you get some big ass. Actually, I'm going to eat one of those tonight. Did I take that out of the fridge? I did not. I'm taking that out. I'm going to eat that tonight. And it's pretty much just like strawberry cake and corn muffin. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The thing is, I didn't uh, break up the corn muffin part enough. So there was like almost not chunks of corn muffin in, in between chunks of strawberry cake. But it was more like that than, than an actual strawberry corn muffin. And I'm... I'm happy with my work. Um, so Tuesday was the day off. Just went to hang out with the family. After I was relaxing a bit, I brought them the corn muffins. I, I said, you know what? I got like eight corn muffins. Or no, I made, I made 12. And I ate three. That means there's nine left. Then I kept three. So now there's six left. And I brought six of them to the family so they can all try one. Now, they all said they liked it there. I don't know if they actually did, for being honest. You know what I mean? Some people are just polite. You know what I mean? Like uh, my little sister. She's very polite. She would just say she liked it even if she didn't like it because 
she she's even said stuff like that to me like if i don't like like uh like i think she's eating something and like told me i don't really like it can you help me eat this uh because she's just so polite she'll always just be like yeah it's good and i was like well if you don't like it why don't you just tell them because i don't want to hurt their feelings yo she's so fucking awesome all my all my siblings are awesome that's why i even chose that intro song about my brother because that's fucking as soon as i heard i was like yo that's my brother though <laughs> let me tell you why drake talk about my brother though that's the remix um but yeah i ended up hanging out with the family a bit um i knew i got to work from home uh on a wednesday which was good so what i did is what did i do oh i went to the fucking grocery shop and why am i blanking on that i had to get a couple things some ting to eat some tings to eat i don't know tings i don't know why i can't say it like a jamaican tings See, I don't have a Jamaican accent. I can't even say tinks right. Um, Wednesday, work from home. Nice, easy day. It was actually really light uh, with work. There was not a lot of work. And I was like, oh, shit. This is getting too slow right now. Like, they might start laying us off slow kind of shit. That being said, good day. There was no mics, so afterwards I just relaxed at home, made some food, and I watched Matt Rife's infamous comedy special. Everybody's so mad at Matt Rife. Well, I say this. Why? First of all, I watched it, and I liked it. I don't know how he did it, but he... Is And, you know, it's not a thing, I'm not going to lie to you and make it seem like it's incredible. It's good. I didn't know, I don't really know who Matt Reif is. I will admit, uh, I didn't really like the fact that he was getting, because it was jealousy, I didn't like the fact that he was getting so much fame and popularity off of TikTok. And he even addresses it in the special, so I won't spoil anything. But... But I don't know why. I, because maybe because I I feel like I want some of that. But I didn't realize he's also been. I, I started hearing him on a couple of podcasts, and he's just he's a couple years younger than me. He's just fucking trying to do this thing. He's just grinding and taking opportunities and running with it. What's how can you hate on that? Oh oh oh! The girls like him, and he's a crowd work. He's like he's not a crowd work comic. Because what happens is, especially I can get him, he's just fucking trying to do his thing. And then motherfucking people start interrupting him. And then he makes great clips. That That's what kind of what made him famous is he, he got clips of him just being funny back. And you know how you get that? From the years of work of, of actually having to do that in real life. Anyway, I watched the special. I thought I liked it. The, the point I was going to say was for a long time, I don't think I've watched an entire comedy special just start to finish and not constantly checking how much time is left now that's a little bit of my impatience possibly because i'm always like oh i'm gonna go up too right oh no not when i watch a comedy special but also i knew that there was no comedy so i got to just be a participant 
versus usually when I'm watching it, it's going to be late at night after I've already watched lots of fucking comedy. I was terrible. And so I'm already kind of burnt out a little bit. And so, like, when I watch it, like, I kind of have to watch comedy specials on my days off. Like, tonight, great day to watch a comedy special. In fact, I'm going to go and see if there's any any new ones on there that I haven't seen. I think Mike, Barbig- Mike Barbiglia has one. He's one of my fucking early comics that I fucking... Oh, I used to listen to him on, on fucking Pandora all the time, man. Real good guy. Real funny guy. And he, and he keeps it honest. That's why I say real good guy, like real good at comedy kind of guy. Like good comedy. Um, watch Matt Wright's special, though. If you have, com- obviously it's not for kids. Oh, but he addresses like, all oh, the women like him. And then... And so they'll come to the show with their boyfriends, and then they're like they're all happy in the beginning, and then the boyfriends just have their arms crossed, and then they start telling the jokes, and the girls stop liking him as much, and then the boyfriends start laughing, and I kind of appreciate that. If somehow you can get women to buy tickets and keep buying tickets, that's going to be the real testament. That was the thing, like him going on these theater tours is, first of all, good for him. The next question is going to be, now, if he goes on another run, can he sell it out again like Tom Segura is trying to do? We'll see. See, I'm trying to stretch it out for Thursday. Um, Thursday, uh, I did some work, some overtime work from home. It was nice. It's a nice, relaxing day. Uh, only had to work until like 6.30. And then I went to... To see the family, I I went. I brought them um, my uh, almond joy brownies that I like to make, and um, and that they love. I got to make some for my nieces, dude. They are good. They would. My brother and my uh, and my sister in law, but she's my sister. Uh, they wouldn't be able to eat, even have a bite because the the little girls. Oh my god, they would destroy it. It's that good. My little sister, when I brought him, she ate fucking, she ate like three pieces right there. Like, it was crazy. Because they're that good, though. They're just that good. And you know how easy it is to make? I'll teach you guys the secret. Girardelli, had, go to Walmart. The Girardelli has a, a brownie mix. Theirs is my favorite brownie to do this with. They have like a chocolate lovers, or they used to call it like triple chocolate. It pretty much has chocolate chips and it has fudge that you put in to make it extra chocolatey, right? Then you get from also from Walmart. They have I get the unsweetened because there's already enough sugar in there. You don't need to fucking get it sweetened. Unsweetened coconut sh- uh, flakes. Mix that in the mix, and then also sliced almonds. Now I also do walnuts that I end up uh, just crushing up and putting in there because my dad likes them. But my uh, baby sister says that the my my other sister doesn't like the walnuts and would like them without walnuts. So that's going to be the thing I'm going to try in the future, make them without walnuts. Why not? Then it'll be more authentic of an Almond Joy brownie. You know? Who doesn't like a walnut fucking brownie, dude? Maybe it's because when we were kids, Yasin and I... We would go down to the Belmont Bakery. It's no longer the Belmont Bakery. I think they might still be a bakery, but I think now they just do like like wedding cakes. Uh, but they used to just be a bakery. 
and we would and people would go there all the time for their birthday cakes they would come in for bagels in the morning they were because they, they were legit big you'd get bread from there but the best part was the desserts these people knew we lived up the street we would come down the hill it's not even a fucking three to four minute walk it couldn't even take that long i don't think like four minutes to get there houses away kind of like if you did that from where we were staying my grandma's house would be one not like full house well even though there was like spaces it was like one two three four five maybe five to six like like average of all the houses in a row like five or six of them down and we would go there and they had two kinds of brownies regular brownies and walnut brownies and you'd think it'd be the exact same mix exact same brownies the only difference is one of them just has walnuts and one doesn't but they tasted completely different i don't fucking understand i don't know how i don't know why but the ones with the fucking um you know what it was too i noticed the ones with the walnuts were always gooier and the ones without the walnuts they were always drier and i like a gooey uh brownie oh here's the other trick by the way Go to where well, you're still at Walmart, right? So you got the Giardelli mix. You got the sliced almonds. You got shredded coconut. All you need now is to get... Um, you need oil, too, obviously. You probably have oil. Use coconut oil if you have it. Um, get those disposable pans. They'll come... Like, you don't have to get, like, the, uh, the fucking big brand Ziploc or whoever the fuck makes them. They're, like... They're like the brownie trays, but they're disposable. I say that you can use glass, you can use metal, but you know what? It's just always easier to fuck around with those disposable things, make them, and then just throw the thing away. You don't have to clean anything up. Um, I do use the glass, but I don't. But then the thing is, I usually make the brownies. I know I I very rarely make a fucking tray of brownies just for myself. You know what I mean? So like, if I'm gonna make them, I make them in a disposable, so I could just take it on the go and give it to someone. Like I gotta do for my brothers and my nieces, my brother and my nieces. Anyway, um, oh the the final trick for the brownies, it says cook it between forty and forty four minutes. Just do 44 minutes and then take it out. Let it sit and eat it. And then they come out perfectly cooked every time. It's never undercooked. It's never overcooked. It's always soft and gooey in the middle. Not gooey like it's wet, but like gooey like the perfect consistency of a great brownie. Mm. I should make some. Oh, what else happened Thursday? So, yeah, I was eating uh, food with my family. You know, just having, having the, the, we taught, we started talking the forbidden things, the things you don't talk about, uh, at Thanksgiving dinner. And you know what that did is that just, uh, I got called Netanyahu's son. My dad called me Benjamin Netanyahu's son because he was Piers Morgan on, on the fucking, 
and is like, no, I will not let you answer your question if you're not going to answer the question the way I want you to answer the question. So Yusuf, are you saying that you're this and this and this? And I'm like, no, I'm not. When I'm saying, oh, well, you didn't say anything about that, blah, 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 blah. So you're pretty much saying that you are this, 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 and this. I was like, no, but if you would let me, no, I'm not going to let you finish a goddamn thing. I'm not even going to let you finish saying, let me finish. In fact, I'm going to keep calling you different things and not letting you listen to a goddamn thing you say. In fact, I'm going to talk for so long, you're going to forget your points, aren't you? Yes. Now, here's another thing. You're an idiot. You're this and that and this and that. And here's what other thing happened and this and that. How can you, what can you defend about that? Well, what I would say is, exactly. You don't even know what you're going to say. And like, bro, he wouldn't let me get. If I recorded that for a podcast episode, I wouldn't release it. I would lie to his face to save his feelings. And I would say. Some for some reason the audio just got fucked up, or I'll use a, a term, terms that he would not understand. The file's been corrupted, and then I would save it though. I'd probably just send it to my brother. Like, can you believe this? And my brother, shout out to my brother though. We're gonna fast forward a little bit to today. And today he called me. Because he had heard. Because, bro, my dad even sent me a random ass text yesterday saying, uh, hello, Yosef Netanyahu, which now, by the way, going to be the name of the episode. I am now Yosef Netanyahu or something like that. It'll definitely get some attention, I'll tell you that. But it was fucking my brother called me and he he's like. Yo, what was that? I heard he kind of heard about it, I guess, because my dad probably vented about it to him. Um, and and my brother, shout out to my brother. I love him because this motherfucker knows me best. Him and my dad are probably the two people who have been around me the longest. And you know what? Even when my brother's not physically here, he's always around and he's always learning about me. And he knows me. He's like, wait a minute. Are you thinking, you know, maybe Yusuf was uh, just playing devil's advocate? You know how he likes to do that? Because I fucking do it every fucking podcast. My dad doesn't listen. Maybe for the best. Um, but, um, but yeah, man, it was just, it was wild. Like, I was just getting very frustrated. And, and then I was just, like, waiting to leave. Like, fuck, how much time do I have to stay here? How much time until I can just leave, make up some excuse for some reason to go back home early? I I shouldn't have to feel. You know, I, I like to. Do, so here's the thing, too, right? I like to do things, first of all, that are good for me and good for others. But I also because I'm an adult, I don't like to do things. That I don't like to do. Unless it's something that's good for me or for others. Sometimes I don't like to go to the gym. But I force myself and then I feel better for it. And then like other times I like to go see my family. But then they're annoying or boring as shit. And I feel like I could have spent my time doing something else. But those are both things that are good for me. Because I love my family and I should cherish all the time that I have to spend with them. And also, I do like going to the gym because it makes me feel better. That being said, when I start hating it, when I'm having a bad set, when the gym gets too crowded, 
when my fucking annoying, my family gets too annoying, I got to just be the fuck out. But see, now here I'm going to go devil's advocate again on myself. But then again, last night I had a fucking terrible set. We'll get to that. <sighs> Netanyahu's son. <sighs> Friday, also a weird day. Um, I log in to do more overtime, and then they cut the, the day in half. They were reducing it because like the volume of work that we have is reduced. Um so you know it was it was good i got at the work uh, i got to work a half a day i got to relax a bit i went to the gym dude underrated as fuck i love this is something i wish actually i do it on mondays and tuesdays and now it makes sense as to why um why i do well usually those days in Tuesday, I don't even go and do comedy, but I do do uh, podcasting on Mon- uh, Sundays and I go to the gym, so maybe that helps. I don't know. But, um, yeah, Friday, went to the gym. I think I grabbed a couple things from the supermarket. No, I didn't even have to do that, I don't think. I just Then I uh, came back. Did my protein, took my shower, relaxed until it was time for the open mic. Uh, and I had a good, I had a fun set. I had a good set. And uh, I'm going to probably poke these jokes. Now, Saturday, though. Saturday was an all right day. I had regular work, usual time. After that, that's when I went to go grab some groceries. Just a couple things at the supermarket when you're running low on cheese and whatnot. Um for your pizza everyday pizzas right do we have okay yeah i could still make two more pizzas before i gotta buy more more of the flatbreads probably make one tonight um saturday groceries then i hit rhino and then after the show with the after show mike and it was beyond terrible because half the room walked out like two comics before me because they were just fucking probably burnt out because the show starts at like 8 and it was like 11. So they were there for fucking three hours at that point. By the time I was getting, I got up there. It was a little after 11. So they, they were there for a fucking long time. And then the other half that stayed, they were all just way too drunk and, and fucking tired. And like, I want to blame them. But I also have to take the blame because I let them get me upset. That they would like heckle and shit. Uh, it was weird. I didn't like it, but then afterwards I hung out with the comics. We talked. We bullshitted. We uh, we had connected, and I ended up feeling a lot better about it than if I had just walked out the door and left, like my plan was. Sunday, today, I slept in, cleaned the apartment. While I was cleaning, my brother did that call again shout out to my brother because he knows me he knows he's like i gotta get to the bottom of this what was actually happening and it was literally like like to be a little bit more detail like with my dad i would say something like well like so i would try to say well i i'm sure you've heard the propaganda of and then say something and then before i can say 
but in reality it's blah 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 he would just interrupt me thinking that's what i believe was the propaganda thing not let me fucking finish and then go on a whole tangent so i forget what the hell i was gonna even say about it and then he would also just go on tangents dude like me when eddie the bull comes over dude 200 milligrams eddie the bull's here we're not getting anything said i'm gonna start one story go into another one remember story c go into e start with an f story for a fucking go back to b and try to finish b it was like that and then i would even start calling him out i was like you're not even answering so so blah 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 so answer the question and he wouldn't and then he would do his whole long thing. I was like, so you didn't even answer the question. You said this, this, and this, which had nothing to do with what I asked you. Do you see how that could be counterproductive? No blah 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 blah. Yeah, but see you said this, this, and this. Still not answering the question. Do you want to answer the question? And then I w- it would be like, Oh, I have a plan. And then while I'm trying to explain it, interrupted. Tons and tons of interruptions and sidebars. And then what I find out is he's fucking arguing with people online. So no wonder he is getting so riled up. So I forgive him. Not that I need to forgive him. I wasn't really mad at him. But he did make me really mad. And I have to go. I get to go see them on Tuesday. And I was almost like, fucking, do I want to? Because if for any reason I don't want to. No, I got to go for the other ones. I got to go for my sisters. Dude, my sister's, my baby sister's favorite day is Tuesday because that's the day that I come. And I brought, I bought Battleship. I'm going to fucking kick her ass at Battleship, dude. Or she's going to fucking be really good at it and kick my ass. You never know. She's not going to know how to play. What, is she going to stack them all on top of each other like I tried to do one time, but then you get hit with one of them, and bam, you lost two ships, dude. <sighs> Can't do that. She's probably going to go all around the borders and then put, like, one ship in the middle. That was my old strategy. And then they find out, and then you're fucked. And then you're fucked. But, um. But yeah, man. That's the whole update. Alright, let's, um. Oh, nice. Nice half hour. Who says I can't do a half hour, huh? Alright, let me pause so I get this ready and we'll be back in a second. Alright. I found it. Um. I'm going to do the thing where, like last week, you know, people liked it. People were telling me they liked that version where I let it play through and it's easier and you can kind of hear how it goes. So as much as I hate it, I'm going to mute my mic. I'm going to play it through and we'll be back in uh, in four and a half minutes together. All right. That is ready and available to you tonight. Not for pegging, is he? All right. Okay. This man does the pegging. His name is Yusuf Gunn. Oh, it's my band. Yeah. 
So I, it's a four minute song. I'm actually going to do four minutes tonight for Nicky Potato's sake. I'm going to do extra time. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, uh, give it up for Punjabi Johnny, everybody. Give it up for Punjabi Johnny. That's my nickname for him. Salam alaikum. I'm a Muslim. I'm allowed to call him that, I think. I don't know how the rules go. 100%. I don't know, Cypher Sounds once said I look like a Moroccan Malcolm X. But I kind of think I look more like uh, if T.I. did IT. You know what I mean? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, you call me up, you're like, relax, reset. Your router all right. You are not connected to the web, man. You can search whatever you like. <laughs> uh, uh, again, I'm a Muslim. There's a calendar in the back there. Go ahead, turn around, uh, Mitch. It's on September, right? Because, of course, the veterans can never forget. <laughs> you'd think, you'd think 23 years later, like, nah, we got to keep that shit. <laughs> we remember when the Muslims... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I know. I'm a Muslim, remember? Thanksgiving was rough. I got called Netanyahu's son by my family. <laughs> Which is crazy, because like all of you guys would have called me Adolf's son. You know what I mean? It's like, nobody sees me but who I am. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Uh, I remember when Nikki was asking, like, hey, John, how much time do I have left? Uh, uh, I was like, damn, that was me during the Thanksgiving dinner. I was like, damn, how much time do I have to stay here? And I'm like, son, God damn. <laughs> He knows what that means. <laughs> He's Jewish, if you didn't know. My Jadar. <laughs> I, you, don't, you pass white for other people, but I see your head bobbing like an Indian. You try to be an Indian guy up here? I'm Indian, guys. Don't you? I look white, but I'm actually Indian. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was saying it I have to say it, I have to say it uh, Tim, Tim Lowe's not here anymore he was, no. he was asking if you smelled your kids And I was like, of course you smell your kids I do. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like, little John Jr Not enough curry And you sprinkle enough on him <laughs> Go on out there it's not for why you think. He's like, in case my eyes are open, in case I lose my sight, I can still find you. Oh, come here, Johnny, Johnny. Oh, you're over there. <laughs> Some people know Indian people smell weird. Hmm. Oh, my God. That's weird. That was racist. I'm sorry. Little kids, though. I love little kids. Man. Little kids are great. I got a little sister. I was hanging out with her, and they say, they say the truth. That's the thing. Like, I remember she... I was hanging out with her, and then she fell asleep while we were watching a movie. And I was like, yo, are you sleeping? And she just goes, nah. I was just thinking real hard with my eyes closed. <laughs> I was like, isn't that a dream, bitch? <laughs> like, I bet you were sleeping. The fuck? <sighs> All right, that worked better with her. <laughs> she likes when I call her a bitch for some reason. Oh, my God. She's seven. She likes it. She like they like humor. You, you, I kill among seven-year-olds, and I also kill seven-year-olds. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's Hamas. That's not me. That's. Not me. <laughs> oh, shit. 
No, but I am a Muslim and I have no tattoos. Because as a Muslim, I eventually want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery one day. <laughs> Figure it's a peaceful way I can take some land back. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, my name is Yusuf Goff. Thank you. Check out my podcast, Piss Goff. Check it the fuck out. Guys, give it up for Yusuf Goff. Now look at that. You're already checking it out. <clears throat> How'd you like that? You heard when that lady said, oh my God. It's because she finally noticed I did look like TFT. I did IT. And she freaked the fuck out. She loved me from that point on. My comedy, I mean. Um, if you couldn't tell by her race, she was Polynesian. From one of them island Asians. I think. She looked black, though. She, I think she was black, actually. Or Polynesian. I don't know. Whatever. I'm in the fun zone right now. Let's keep this going by redoing the whole thing. And let me poke my jokes. Or do you just want to hear the sets in the future? Guys, guys, give me feedback if you just want to hear the set and then not me poking it. Because while I do learn, and I love to learn, I don't know if I want to. Sometimes when it doesn't work, I'm like, ugh. Like I, I, so the host's name is Punjabi Johnny, by the way. I will, I'll be able to actually better preface some of these jokes. Let's play them. All right. That is ready and available to you tonight. Not for pegging, is he? All right. Okay. That's because the previous comic was talking about that. Uh, by the way, I, his nickname used to be Hindu, is John. His name is Jonathan but he has two first names. His last name is also a first name. So I called him Hindu John so I can always remember his actual first name. And now I'm just going to call him Punjabi Johnny because he's Punjabi. He's not Hindu. But he's from the Punjabi region. Let's talk about it. This man does the pegging. His name is Yusuf Goff. <laughs> So, I, so, other future context, I play a song because he said that he was in a band uh, and he only made one song and then I found his band and the one song that they played and I played it. Um, other context, Nicky Petito ended up doing time there. He was supposed to do 20 minutes before the show, but people weren't there. So he, during his five minutes, just asked if he could do 15 more. And he was allowed to do that. But then he also at one point asked how much time he has left. And he didn't actually ask it the way that I... Uh, we'll, we'll get to there. Oh, it's my band. Yeah. Oh, it's it's, it's a four-minute song. I'm actually going to do four minutes tonight for Nicky Potato's sake. I'm going to do extra time. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, give it up for Punjabi Johnny, everybody. Punjabi Johnny. <laughs> give it up for Punjabi Johnny. That's my nickname for him. Salaamu Alaikum. I'm a Muslim. I'm allowed to call him that, I think. I don't know how the rules go. 100%. I don't know. Cypher Sounds once said. All right. So that was just a little, just a little banter. Then I kind of go into the couple of jokes. That's where I get the one 
lady in the audience that was brand new there that I've never seen. She came with her boyfriend who does uh, who started to do comedy, but he also does uh, like heavy metal or some shit. They called it new metal, I think maybe. <coughs> All I know is I it, I did not expect that. Let's continue. I look like a Moroccan Malcolm X. But I kind of think I look more like uh, if T.I. did IT. You know what I mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Oh, my God. That was the most perfect reaction. Because I got everybody else to laugh. <coughs> and then they liked the song. <coughs> right? Yeah, you call me up, you're like, relax, reset, your router all right. You are not connected to the web, man. You can search whatever you like. <laughs> uh, again, I'm a Muslim. There's a calendar in the back there. Go ahead, turn around. All right, so that was probably one of the best, not the best, but that was the way that I like to do that T.I. joke. And it worked well, and people enjoyed themselves. And then I go on a random joke because they did have a calendar in the back of the room, and it was still on September. So I say, uh, Mitch, it's on September, right? Because of course the veterans can never forget. <laughs> you think? You think? Twenty-three years later, like, nah, we gotta keep that shit. <laughs> we remember when the Muslims. <laughs> oh my God. I know. I'm a. <coughs> okay. So, what I did there also, if you saw me trill off and then I said the moon, that, I don't know why I do that. It's a little tick I have. Sometimes it's just like I do give up on it, but then God helps me and says, this is the time to give up. Give up right now. And then I just do. And then people will laugh because, like, I let them fill in the blanks. It's almost like they want to finish the sentence. You know when people like try to finish your sentence? They get to finish the sentence. However they want. And you know what? They're going to pick something funny. Because people want to be funny too. Me included. I'm not going to lie. Let's keep this going. I want to make some fucking food, dude. I'm getting hungry. Muslim, remember? <laughs> Thanksgiving was rough. I got called Netanyahu's son by my family. <laughs> Which is crazy, because, like, all of you guys would have called me Adolf's son, you know what I mean? It's like, nobody sees me but who I am. <laughs> it's fucking... Ah, just an observation, but I guess I did touch upon it. I'm not going to do that forever. I think I'm pretty much done with that joke starting Monday, starting tomorrow. That, ju that joke doesn't need to be in the repertoire. Unless I can find a better, a funnier way. Maybe I'll throw it in towards the end of the joke. Like, towards the end of my set after if I do a lot of, like, Jewish jokes or something. I could throw it in there. Let's play. Crazy. Uh, I remember when Nikki was asking, like, hey, John, how much time do I have left? Uh, uh, I was like, damn, that was me during the Thanksgiving dinner. I was like, damn, how much time do I have to stay here? And I'm like, uh, Yahoo, son, goddamn. <laughs> He knows what that means. <laughs> so, I point to Ellie Davis, my brother. I got to get him on the podcast. Um, 
And I might be getting Jesse on tomorrow. I'm going to keep saying it, and then it's going to not happen. We'll see what happens. <coughs> Excuse me. This vape keeps going in the wrong hole. Um, he's Jewish, and I point to him clearly because he 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 already went up on stage, talked about being Jewish, um, a little bit. He doesn't go too hard in it. Sometimes, I mean, I guess you know what he, I like about him is he's always working on different jokes, so he's not very heavy on any one type of material, unless it's basketball season. Because he coaches youth basketball. I love the kid. Um, him and I are very good friends. And uh, and so, like, he lets me say these jokes. But he does. He I noticed today he bobs his head like an Indian. He just, like, it shakes like a bobblehead. And so I just go off on this tangent. Let's go ahead and hear it. He's Jewish, if you didn't know. My JNR. <laughs> I, you don't you pass white for other people, but I see your head bobbing like an Indian. You try to be an Indian guy up here. I'm Indian, guys. Don't you? I look white, but I'm actually Indian. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was saying it. I have to say it. And then I just had I just kept head bobbing, and then I got like really intense towards the end where I didn't say anything for like two seconds. I have to say it. Uh, Tim Tim Lowe's not here anymore. He was, no. was asked. Okay, a little more context real quick. Tim Lowe was saying his joke, and I hope I don't butcher it, but I'll just give you the basics without... It's pretty much... his. All right, yeah, I could say just the part that makes sense. He's saying, like, newborn babies smell really good. And then I thought, oh, parents must smell their kids then. So then I point to uh, Punjabi Johnny when I ask him if he smelled like, like you probably like your way your kid smells. And that's when I do this joke. And I love this joke, but I don't know how to make it work outside that room. If you smelled your kids, and I was like, of course you smell your kids. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like little John Jr. Not enough curry and you sprinkle enough on him. <laughs> Go on out there. It's not for why you think. He's like, in case my eyes are open, in case I lose my sight, I can still find you. Oh, come here, Johnny. Johnny. Oh, you're over there. <laughs> Some people know Indian people smell weird. Hmm. Oh, my God. I love that word. I paused right after the word. Dude, not all of them. I'm sure Punjabi Johnny doesn't unless he does a lot of the cooking at his house. He married a white woman. Gosh, I gotta put the vape away. Or use a cough button, which is the mute button. Um, I like that joke. It. I might just have to like, shorten it up until I, that, that ending didn't seem like it's worked. Like it's working. Then again, maybe I just got to do it right. But then again, I can't really do that joke unless I'm there after Tim and Tim does that joke. And then so it's like almost like an open mic only joke. But I think I can turn that into a funny little standalone little thing. Um, and I tried to do that as a standalone last night and it ain't shit. Next joke. Let's go. That's weird. I was racist. I'm sorry. 
Little kids, though. I love little kids. Now. Little kids are great. I got a little sister. I was hanging out with her, and they say, they say the truth. That's the thing. Like, I remember she, I was hanging out with her, and then she fell asleep while we were watching a movie. And I was like, yo, are you sleeping? And she just goes, nah. I was just thinking real hard with my eyes closed. <laughs> I was like, isn't that a dream, bitch? <laughs> like, bitch, you were sleeping. The fuck? Yeah. All right, that worked better with her. <laughs> she likes when I call her a bitch for some reason. Oh, my God. Untrue. First of all, that didn't even happen with my sister. I also used uh, my niece. It didn't happen with her. Wasn't watching a movie. Truth is, shout out to Manny. Um... I was at one of Manny's uh, family birthday parties. He invited me to come, and <clears throat> and it was like getting later in the night. I want to say it was like eleven ish, because like I usually, well, I don't, maybe I stayed late. I don't know, but it was later than a kid should be up, and the kid was roughly my sister his age. Like he he was a young, he was under ten, and they say hilarious. Once they can start talking like really say sentences so what is that like four or five from like five to ten dude they say some of the funniest shit it just i guess they start getting a little too smart by ten but um but it was funny like this kid must have been like i don't even know his age i would say like let's just say seven that's like an average age and we're outside me and manny we're trying to Snurf or derb, if you know what I'm saying. I think we were trying to do that, but the kids were around because they love their Uncle Manny. Which I get it, you know what I mean? I love being an uncle too. And so they didn't want to go away. And then one of the kids fell asleep. And so Manny asked, yo, you sleeping, bro? And he goes, nah. I'm just thinking real hard with my eyes closed. Because he was fucking knocked out. But he was literally describing what he was doing, dude. And it was true. And I thought me and him, me and Manny laughed so goddamn hard at that that I eventually remembered it and tried to write it out as a joke, and that was where that came from. So <clears throat> sometimes you hear you sometimes you get to hear funny things like that, and then what do I do? I keep the truth and I substitute it with something more real to me. You know what I mean? Any kid could say that. Fuck you guys, but I do make it sound like a little Mexican kid, right? <laughs> And then I also lied. I don't call my sister a bitch. Either of them. That's fucking stupid. I don't even know why I said why I put that out there. That's stupid of me to say. But then this is a nice little thing. I like this because this was called a freestyle. This was a freestyle in my head. Both all three things that I said literally just just like almost like came to me and it was almost like the universe like I bet you won't say it. I bet you won't say this. I bet you won't say this. All right, go ahead, do your closer. So let's hear it. All right, I'm gonna go back. I'm, I'm gonna go back a little bit, just so we don't miss that part. But it's the part about uh, the the I do really well with my like around kid. You'll also. I was like, isn't that a dream, bitch? <laughs> like, bitch, you were sleeping. Right after this part. No, not after I this. With her. This part. She likes when I call her a bitch. For nope, reason. not that part. Oh my God. She's seven. She likes it. She like they like humor. You, you, 
this I part. I kill amongst seven-year-olds. And I also kill seven-year-olds. <laughs> no, okay. That's Hamas. That's not me. That's <laughs> no, but I am a Muslim and I have no tattoos. Because as a Muslim, I eventually want to be buried in a Jewish cemetery one day. <laughs> Figure it's a peaceful way I can take some land back. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, my name is Yusuf Goff. Thank you. Check out my podcast, Piss Goff. Check it the fuck out. Guys, give it up for Yusuf Goff. All right. All right. Oh, man, you seen Don't Tell Bob about that last joke. Uh... Oh, you think Hamas kills kids? No. In fact, that was one of the things I was going to tell him about how there was a fucking... Um, how people say they always keep talking about the beheaded kids. And then Snopes. They don't... They're... They fucking fact-checked it and they couldn't find it to be valid. So it's like... Hmm. What do you think? I was going to say. He didn't even let me get to get to fucking say that. But anyway, don't argue with your family, man. It's not worth it. It really isn't. I realized that I really should have just... And I tried my hardest, but then I still got called Netanyahu, son. Bro, it still bothers me. It doesn't really bother me. It's almost like if somebody called me the N-word. It would... I would be like, but I'm not. So, like, it doesn't bother me. You can call me anything you want. If it's true, then I have to fucking fix it. Like, if somebody says, oh, you, if I start slacking at the gym or I start overeating, and they're like, yo, you're getting fat. I can't get mad at them if I'm actually getting fat. I had a course correct. I'm trying to think of what else people say. Yeah, people say things, I just course correct. Because, look, if either it's true or it's false. If it's false, why would I take it personally? And if it's true... Maybe they're just saying what they want to help me, but they're saying it in a mean way. One of my friends asked me, why don't I go to his mic on Tuesday? And then I told him, and he goes, be honest with me. So I was honest with him. And I told him, well, I went one time. First of all, I usually spend time with my family on Tuesdays. Very much true. Second thing. I'm not gonna go in my. I'm not gonna leave early, like to spend less time with my family, to go to the mic. Because the room is way to see. Look, it's an awesome layout. It's like a theater. It's like a movie theater, kind of style with just like a stage at the bottom. The thing that sucks is, the ceilings are really high, so you can't hear. Any laughter. You have to like. Again look for laughter. Now it's reminding me a lot of the outdoor shows. And shit. And I was getting like PTSD out there. The other thing is everybody was spread up, spread out. Spread, spread out. So. Like you couldn't even fucking really see anything. Or anybody. You couldn't hear them. Now. That being said. Not going to lie, if that place gets packed out, dude, holy shit would it be fun. The problem is, <clears throat> right now in the wintertime, there's not really going to be a lot of foot traffic where it's at. So they're not going to be able to get people. And I told him this and he got mad at me. 
And then he messaged me a couple of days later. He goes, yo, I'm still mad at you. I mean, now I'm telling it to you guys a little bit more harshly, I guess. He goes, oh, well, you said it's harsh. And I was like, that's because I'm an asshole, man. I'll just say things that come to my mind. Like I did with the fucking, I, I could have I said Israel, but what's the, where's the people most likely going to th- think they're going to think Hamas did that? Because that's the narrative that's been pushed out. So like, yeah, you could say the truth. Bro, all right, here's the truth. Um, uh, uh, what's his name? Justin Bieber. He wrote a song that's called Love Yourself. Now, unless he actually is just a better person than me, I think that was his nice way of telling, of saying, fuck yourself. And the reason I say that is because if you listen, like he goes, and if you like, and it's like, and it's something... Well, you can go and love yourself. Literally, you can go and fuck yourself. And if you think that I'm still holding on, then you can go and love yourself. Now, that actually is double entendre because it could mean fuck yourself, but also you're going to be by yourself, dude. Ah, never mind. Dude, I why can't I keep my mind straight? I don't know. All right, look, we did enough time here. Let's get to World Star Corner so I can make some food. I got to try to do this. It's raining out, man. It's crazy. All right. We'll be back in a, in a moment, I think. Hey, I'm back. All right. You know where we are. We're in World Star Corner. Where I show you some of the news and, and general temperaments of the the population. So... First thing I got to do is close the door over here so I don't make us a lot of echo. Oh, wow, that does fix audio. I started hearing the echo from the hallway. All right. First video is called, She Wrong for This? Question mark. Woman does the unthinkable. Add a man for playing music without headphones. Oop, that was my phone that fell. On the bus. It's so dark in here. I can't even see where the fuck my phone is. And I don't want to step in it. On it, in it, on it. I'm gonna put that on the bed. Bed for Studio B. All right, let's go. Let's play this video. All right, first of all, guess their races. So, a lady, I won't say her race, just starts howling like a dog, and some guy. I won't say his race. It says, get the fuck up out my ear, bitch. Now, evidently, he's playing music on his phone without headphones on the bus. And this is what she does in retaliation. I think it's kind of funny. So she's asking, oh, what, are you going to beat me up? And she goes, get the fuck up out my ear, bitch. Because he just wants to be left alone to listen to his music on the bus. He forgot his goddamn headphones. I get it. You know what you got to kind of do at that point? 
You're kind of fucked, actually. I would always keep backup headphones when I had to go to the city. This looks like a... I'm guessing this is Los Angeles. Let's continue. He turns it up and she goes louder. It was kind of fucking hilarious. <laughs> Yo, it's kind of funny. I don't know why she did that. She's also now inconveniencing everybody on the bus, though. <sighs> All right. Next video. I wouldn't even have to play it, but I guess I can. It's 30 seconds. Uh, next video is called Hold. By the way, just to go back on the last video to, to expand upon the thought. Two wrongs don't make a right. I get what she's doing there. She got her point across. She could have politely asked him. I'm assuming the polite asking happened before the video started, right? However, still acting like that, not going to get you anywhere. If I'm being honest, would I have reacted like that? Similarly, I would probably have just been like, dude, really? You're going to keep it that loud? I wouldn't have like kept going like this, lady. She knew. She's like, no one's going to hit me. I'm a lady. You're going to hit me on a bus? I see a whole bunch of men here. It's crazy, man. But I've been on a bus. And I've been in the city, and you know what's crazy is when you don't, when you then you just kind of can't. That's why I, I kind of, I'm going to use uh, my little sister's terms and shit that we used to use back in the day. Low-key, I kind of low-key like, I low-key like that they started putting subtitles and everything. So even if you don't have headphones, you can kind of know what's going on without having to hear it. Although hearing it sometimes makes it that much better, man. Just saying. Next video. This is why I say fuck Black Friday. It's all a scam. It goes, hold up. What kind of deals are these? Check out how Target finessing folks with these supposed Black Friday deals. Here, let's play it. It's pretty much always the same price. She keeps saying it's the same. Okay, what about this one? It's the same. I don't get it. That's a deal? Okay, this one? But it's the same. Bro, that's not a deal. I don't get it. I'm confused. <laughs> so, what I'm going to assume right now <clears throat> is what she did is she got there late. Here's something that stores do. If they have something that's on sale already the week before because what she was doing is moving the signage the signage is like what they call that in uh retail lingo and the old signage had the same exact price as the new signage but the new signage says black friday deal now what's most likely happening is they're there i'm looking at the store the store is also empty you don't hear anybody else in there so if this is black friday they got there after all the real good shit that they would have moved the sign for was gone and all that's left is the shit that was on sale from the week before it was for two weeks 
the only difference is now they're calling it a Black Friday sale instead of just the regular sale it is, and it's usually not a lot off. They, we call them, I don't, I called them filler products when I worked at Staples because on Black Friday, we just had a whole, we had, bro, it's, it's all a scam. Every store does this, by the way. They have like two or three, they have to have a certain amount of like really, really great deal items. I remember at one point we were looking for either like a TV or an Xbox or a PlayStation at the time. And we were going to wait in line at Best Buy. But evidently we found out because some of us in the retail industry have friends and other other friends in the retail industry. And my one friend at Staples had a friend who worked at Best Buy. And he saw that they only had five in stock. And there were lots of people lined out front. Probably a lot of them for this really great deal. So that's to entice you to bring in there. They still have to have a couple of them. But then when you get there, we don't have that left. But we still got these comparable items. Would you like those? And then you get there real late. And it's like, well, we also just have really just these sale items left. They were on sale from last week. You didn't know that. But still, should have came earlier. We only had two of those really good cameras. Back in the day, we used to sell cameras that weren't attached to phones. It was crazy. People still buy them. They're, I call them vintage people. Okay, this next video. By the way, fucking Black Friday. Scam. Scam. A lot of the times, the products you're getting are going to be lowered. You, you get what you pay for a lot of the times. That being said, I did have a Black Friday TV that lasted me almost a decade. And then after that, I bought I bought another TV about four or five years ago. It's still running strong. When that one goes, I'll get a new TV. And what's it going to be? Four or five hundred bucks for like a fucking huge one. I got to see if my wall mount can even hold a newer, bigger TV than the one I have right now. Which it's not that big, but it's like. Big enough for fucking me, dude. My eyes can't see every fucking thing on that screen. Well, you want to make it bigger so your eyes... That's the one thing I don't like about the movies is when you have to sit too close. You can't see everything because you got to keep moving your eyes. If you sit at the right distance in the movies, which they started charging extra for at some movie theaters, by the way. You get to see everything perfectly. Like my computer screen right now. I can pretty much look at the straight right in the middle and through my peripherals I could see everything. Not clearly, but then if I if something draws my attention I could look at it quickly. It doesn't take very long for your eyes to track though, to be honest. Alright, so next video is called Who's in the Wrong Here? Man freaks out after another guy sat too close to him and his belongings at the airport. When there were many open seats. And the thing that I'm fucking finding crazy is, yeah, this guy is just sitting there relaxing. You're probably, he he looked like he was ready to go to sleep. He has a neck pillow on. He got his big ass water bottle right there. He's just chilling. And dude, I get it. Why is this guy going to sit right the fuck next to you when there's open? First of all, just like a urinal, unless there's no other like seats left and you really want to sit down, then you sit down next to somebody. 
I never understood. Look, me and my friend, Assad, when we would go to the city, sometimes we would sit next to each other, even if there were open spaces, if we wanted to talk. But sometimes also, if the bus was just empty, he would sit in one row and I would sit in the other row and we would still just talk, but we would just talk through because it's an empty bus. Now, we didn't want to be rude, so usually we would sit next to each other and have these conversations and give each other our space. You know what I mean? Like, but like, other than that, you're not, I don't sit next to somebody. I'll go all the way through the bus or the airport or whatever. Find the space in between. This is, now, You're what you're talking about, this guy should have only sat next to him if it was urinal rules, where it's like right after the movie theater, the movie gets out, and everybody goes to the bathroom, because everybody has to pee because they were trying to hold their pee for the whole movie, and... You literally wait for a urinal or a toilet stall to open up so you can go pee. And that at that point, you're every dude, every urinal is used. So you are going to go right next to somebody. And that point, everybody accepts that because it's survival of the pissest. Is that a new joke? Possibly. What time? I'm not writing that down. Survival of the pissest. I don't like that. Doesn't doesn't flow right enough. Here, let's play the video. It's only 21 seconds. This guy just you freaks out. sit down on my shit. And the guy just stares at him. I suggest you. He goes, I suggest you calm down. And then he just moves over only one space. For whatever reason, he sat right next to this guy. Says, I suggest you calm down. And the guy is literally like trying now to calm down. And then... uh, Don't sit that close to somebody, bro. Alright. Next video. It's called Facts. Andrew Tate makes a good point about the Ocean Gate submersibles. I think I might have said the same point. Let's play it, though. And I don't want to go to the bottom of the ocean. I'll tell you why I don't want to go to the bottom of the ocean. If my man, Mr. Idiot Professor, who got crushed, came to me and said, I built a submarine. All right. And we can go to the bottom of the ocean. Okay. And we can explore the Titanic. Say, okay. How do we see the Titanic? Well, through this television screen fine then why do i have to go why can't we just send a sub or send a drone and i watch it from a television screen up here with my bitches with my bitches <laughs> unnecessary in a fucking tube to watch it on tv anyway what please make that make sense to me you're watching it on a screen in a tube instead of watching on a screen on the left la- why and why wasn't there a chain attached to the submarine? So when there's a problem, it's just like, boom, yank it up. I know that must not be possible for some reason, but I don't buy it. Must have been possible. His point about why would you want to go down there if you're still going to watch it from the screen? I said, I thought the same thing, dude. 
Like, it's one thing if you can actually see things with your own eyes. But if you're just going to use a, a, a submersible, does it need a pilot? Like, nah. Fuck that. No doing that. That seems dumb. And he made it himself. That was the other dumb shit. Uh. That's a fake video. This next video has got to be a fake video. Disgusting. I'm not going to watch it. This next video definitely is a fake video, but you could watch it. Um, it's called Every Trap House Needs Doors Like This. Officer Attempts to Open a Man's Front Door When This Happened. It's pretty much just an outward, a door that opens up outwards and there's like not a lot of space. And it was just hilarious because, all right, I'll play it. So this guy's trying to crack the door open. All right, so he's trying to pry the door open and the guy unlocks it and just slams the door. And the door just slams into this. They're not cops, by the way. I know this guy's name. One of the guy's name is Patty Mayo. He's on, I found out because I was like, there's no way this guy's a cop, even though he acts like one, and then you find out he's a bounty hunter, and then he's not even a real bounty hunter, he's just like a YouTube bounty hunter. Like, he just does this shit to, to make, like, fake, like, he's like, yo, what if we could do Dog the Bounty Hunter, but just make it all scripted, and sometimes we'll tase people and this and that, and it's like, I don't think he expected, though, his boy to get his head cut open like this because his head got cracked. I got to go back. We're only in five seconds. We're not watching the whole thing. I got to see if he actually gets his head. Oh, that door really hit him in the head. And he fell on the ground. Oh, open that door. Now, now you f***ed up. Now you f***ed up. Open the door. You f***ed him up. It's locked up again. Are you, are you okay, T? It's locked. Yeah, he's, he's bleeding. Yeah. He's bleeding. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yo, he definitely got a concussion. Anyway, they keep trying to, like, open the door, and he and he does it again, and he fucked this other guy's hand up. But they eventually, uh, I don't even know. I don't even know if they got in. doesn't even matter. <sighs> Next video. Actually, I gotta, I gotta I minimize it so I can read it. It's called Came a Long Way for Sure. Little Baby shows how much money he used to make from shows in 2017. And I love seeing this. Because I hope he's make. I'm, I'm assuming he makes a lot more money now. But it says August 11th, 17. Cincinnati, Ohio. $2,500. September second, Savannah, Georgia, four thousand. Uh, Ten October fourteenth, Mobile, Alabama, fifty five hundred. Uh, October thirteenth, Montgomery, Alabama, fifty five hundred. Oh shit, Alabama loves black music. Price wise, Ohio, they're cheap. Georgia, you pay good. But Alabama, I never thought I would go in there. Tallahassee, Florida on October 7th, $5,000. I'll go there. Um, Forest Park, Georgia, Oct uh, eight, August 18th, $3,000. Okay, Georgia, you're getting a little cheap over there. 
Atlanta, Georgia, June 9th. 2500 oh fucking georgia why are you getting so cheap down there bro and here's a crazy one september 1st huntsville alabama fifty five hundred dollars dude you got to get paid fifty five hundred dollars if you want him to go to alabama is what it should it looks like but like dude imagine making that let's see one two three he has four shows in he had no shows in July. He had four shows in August. He had one show in June, one show in September. No, two shows in September and one, two, three in October. And he made $42,000, $42,500, which honestly, dude, if I could do that in a, in a six to eight to ten, six to ten, four month period. 40, 80, 120. That's a uh, fucking, oh shit, that's good money, dude. I mean, I'd be living the dream for sure. And then just collaborating and writing other shit in between that. that I could do that. I would like that. Next video. I do want to make food. All right. Next video. What would go wrong? Parents lose sight of their child at an airport and then this happens. And you just watch this kid for a minute straight just go through the conveyor belt system until somebody finds him. I couldn't even tell the race of the actual kid. At some points he looks Asian. At some points he looks black. But either way, he's a dumbass kid for getting stuck in a motherfucking conveyor belt. I'll tell you that. All right. Um, this is going to be a shorter podcast, I guess. <clears throat> Which is good for me, too, because I got to make some food. dude. I keep saying it, right? You guys know I didn't eat anything before I decided to do this with you guys, right? You know that? All right, good. Piers Morgan. Next video is called Heated. Andrew Tate debates Piers Morgan on the Palestine-slash-Israel conflict. Spoiler alert. Piers Morgan's going to give Andrew Tate more time than my dad gave me on Thanksgiving. Let's play it. So I'm asking you, first of all, specifically, what is your reaction to what happened on October the 7th? Sure. I'll answer the question professionally. I do not condone the loss of human life on either side. I think anybody doing anything which directly damages civilians is disgusting and abhorrent. However, I would be an amateur if I could not sit and pretend I do not understand the motivations behind either side. This is not even me taking a side. I understand why Israel is doing what it's doing. I understand why Palestine is doing what it's doing. I... Wouldn't even even gotten to get to that far, by the way. There's only been 29 seconds. My dad would have cut me off. I'm so surprised. But he's saying like, yeah, I'm going to go back a little bit. Just so you can <clears throat> not lose track of what he says. I really hope I don't have to go through all of the World Star videos without pausing in between. Because that would be wild. That also being said, let's play it back. Because what he said is, yeah, look, I get it. And then he explains it, the, what I was going to try to say. And then to my dad saying that, or even certain people, you say, if you say you get both sides, you, you're like, well, you're dismissing my side because you're not just 100% on my side. And, and then like when you're not 100% on my side, we just automatically view you as the other side, which is why people are like, oh, you're not 100% uh, pro-Jewish. Well, then I guess you're a Nazi, which I'm clearly not. I have lots of 
awesome Jewish brothers and sisters of mine, but I'm also then also called by the same, some other Jewish people who are not so close to me, who I would love to one day become brothers and sisters with them if they would be willing to accept love in their heart instead of hate. They'd be like, oh, well, you make all these Jewish jokes. You're a Nazi. Well, you know what? Then again, also some of my Muslim people are like, oh, well, what are you fucking, uh, 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 whatever they call me, uh, Netanyahu's son? Fucking never going to fucking let that go. Yosef Netanyahu, comma, Netanyahu's son. I don't even know. I got to figure out how I'm going to really adequately title this. It's going to be. I'm going to say Bismillah and God's going to help me. Let's play the video, though. This is not even me taking a side. I understand why Israel is doing what it's doing. I understand why Palestine is doing what it's doing. However, I still call the Israeli actions absolutely abhorrent and genocidal. Okay, we're going to come to Israel's actions. I promise you. We will ask that question specifically. Yep, like my dad interrupted me. But in terms of what Hamas did on October the 7th, do you accept that was an act of terrorism? It's an interesting... So, just like my dad... He would ask me a thing, and then I'd say, like, interesting question, like he's about to do. And then I would try to answer him. And he would be like, so do you think what Israel did back, like, instead of Hamas, obviously. My dad is, is the opposite of Pierce Morgan. He's, he's not pro-Israel like Pierce Morgan is. Although he has been very, very open-minded to having other people on to discuss things. But you can see he's very much, every, every guest, he's like, do you want to condone them? It's like they, first of all, Netanyahu openly talked about that the, the fucking the Israeli Times and then the Haaretz, which are two Israeli uh, newspapers, both reported that Netanyahu was like, yeah, we want Hamas because if Hamas is in, nobody will take the Palestinians seriously. Plus, they're not going to be ruled by the Palestinian Authority, which rules the West Bank. So then what happens is they'll never get their nation. My dad also gave me a book. I got to start reading it. Uh, it's by by former President Jimmy Carter. And it's about peace in the Middle East. And if uh, my policy is in there, let's just say, hey, great minds think alike. Right, Dad? All right, let's go. Seventh. Do you accept that was an act of terrorism? It's an interesting question because once it's not again, really. It is. No, it's a very it straightforward question. Because you're the person who would have called Nelson Mandela a terrorist while he was still in jail. And one person's terrorist is another person's freedom fighter. I wouldn't for have me to answer that. the question yes, you would have. For the for me to answer the question, I have to be very professional, Pierce. For me to sit on the outside in Romania with no personal involvement in Israel Palestine, it's easy for me to say yes, it was an act of terror. However, if I was in Gaza, if I was in an open air prison, if my family had been annihilated by bombs from mm. the sky, mm. if everybody I knew had suffered the loss of a loved one, if I had no chance of any kind of freedom or democracy or standard of life, would I believe it was an act of terror or would I believe it's an act of resistance against oppression? You have to be very careful how you answer these so questions. So what do you think? I think I understand what happens when you take people and put them in such an inhumane condition. So For anybody to sit and say that you're going to take people and put them in absolutely inhumane conditions uh -huh. and give them no standard of life and they're not allowed to ever fight back or they are But terrorists. I can agree with you. Anyone who well, does that minute. is an amateur. I can agree with you that the plight of the Palestinians for many decades has been absolutely shameful. So what did we no, think was going to happen, wait, Pierce? No, nothing justifies what happened on October the 7th. So what are they nothing. supposed to do? 
I kind of feel like uh, I was actually Pierce and my dad was Andrew Tate when we last talked because Andrew Tate talked way more than... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I love my dad. Just to be... I love my dad. I love my dad. I love him. I just didn't like that. That's all. All right, we'll play this next video, and then I'm going to pause for a second and take a pierce. I'm not going to last on Joe Rogan. It's only been an hour and 23 minutes. All right, next video is called. This is the world we... Oh, by the way, Andrew Tate, he did make some good points. Um, It is easy to say something is bad when it's not around you, but when you live around it, it was almost like those videos I was playing. I think it was about how like people in Seattle were talking about how there wasn't any crime going on. Uh, that the news is just faking it and reporting it. Or maybe it wasn't Seattle. It was one of those places. And it's kind of true. Then you're like, oh, that bro, people were talking everything about how New York is dangerous as fuck to the point where it made me paranoid as fuck until I got to do a Legion of Skanks internship competition. And I uh, it, it required me to go to the city every Monday for like two months or so. And... um And it was, it wasn't as dangerous as every, maybe it was because of the area I was going in. I wasn't going into the quote unquote dangerous areas. And also I really wasn't there late at night. The show ended by like 10, 1030. I'd help them break everything down. I'd be out of there by 11 on my way back to Jersey, every once in a while, it'd be a shorter show, and I'd even be able to do an open mic after in, in Jersey at the um, uh, Boulevard, which I don't even know if it's still going on, but hopefully they recover. But it wasn't as dangerous, and everybody made it seem like that. But then, like, this is, and I really hope it's not the case with the, the Israel Gaza thing because like yo why are they doing that why don't they do are they not sick of fucking both on both sides like just endless war and death wouldn't you want to live peacefully with your neighbor that's my thing I was trying to raise with my dad like wouldn't you if you had a shitty neighbor instead of just going back and forth and back and forth like I did with the notes with the one neighbor that parked fucked up I left it on a good terms I said listen let's peacefully talk as adults, here's my apartment. Come on. Let's talk. Ever since then, motherfucker parks right. In fact, he doesn't even try to park next to me. Like, it, it's crazy what just talking civilly can do instead of me and him just having back and forth angry arguments the whole time. Him saying, I said something that could have been perceived as shitty to him. He responded back, extra shitty. Now, what I said was just being honest. It was like, can you please stay in your lane be, like out of respect for your neighbors? And he was like, hey, uh, don't touch my car. Go fuck yourself. And I was like, I just kindly tried to ask you to stay in your, in your spot. And you wrote a very rude response back. So if you want to talk about this like adults, here's my apartment number. Come anytime and we can speak about this civilly underlined. Put it on his car. Never any problem after that. 
Now, that is how you kind of get peace. You want to talk about this civilly? Okay. Now, if we have another problem, we have another October 7th or any of the other fucking times that happens before then. Well, then, you know what? We can get the international community involved to mediate. I can find a way. I can call America, a.k.a. the police. Say, hey, I'd like to go talk to my neighbor. And I'd like for you to be there so that way nothing bad happens. And that we can keep this civil. Is that something that you do? On the non-emergency line. Maybe they could dispatch an officer. And we can civilly mediate this. But like, come on, man. I don't know. Next video. This is the world we live in. It's called this. The next video is called this is the world we live in. Dot, dot, dot. Chick had all this to say when asked, what does she bring to the table? We'll leave you speechless. Mm, I'm going to go ahead and say right now. Not speechless, but let's play it. Clear, what are you? Prime. You're prime? Top notch. What makes you time, prime, top notch, who tank? Don't worry, I'll wait. I mean, I have everything that you could possibly ask for as far as brains, beauty, ambition. I would build my man up to be everything he wants to be in this world. I'm, I'm the best investment he would ever make in his life. You approached me on a sugar daddy <laughs> website and asked me to be your sugar baby and then Never couldn't did. afford my allowance. Never did. He couldn't afford my $10,000 allowance a month. And my shit's exclusive. I think these are the same two women, by the way. I've invested in my body. I have a $150,000 body. No one barely touches me. Yes, you can see me on Instagram because I'm paid to do that. But nobody touches me unless a man, yes, does take care of me. I like bosses. I like millionaires. I like someone who's going to mentor me, teach me, and invest in me and get me to my highest level as well. And just to be. Okay, now I get that sugar baby clip right before that. <clears throat> she's saying all this after she's also like, but I just need to be a sugar baby. You have to give me at least $10,000 a month in an allowance. Oh, that'd be nice. To be clear, what's a $150,000 body? Uh, four BBLs, two breast augment, technically five BBLs, but so we're going to go with four. Uh, two breast augmentations, obviously Botox, Botox, lip, lip injections, and then I had the fat buckle removed out of my cheeks on my face. Wow. And how young are you? 28. Damn. Damn. Great response because it, it's kind of like the Kardashian thing. It's kind of like the, the Chinese man or it was somebody in the, one of the Asian countries. It was either China or Korea. They sued their wife. The man sued his wife. The husband sued his wife because they had ugly kids because she had gotten surgery done and not disclosed it to him. And so he thought he was going to make attractive children, which, by the way, is something I'm trying to do. And then... um he sued her because he had ugly kids, which is kind of fucked up because you got to like call your kids ugly for the lawsuit. But like also it's more fucked up. Like just get a divorce then. You don't have to sue her. Just get a divorce. Dude, I was thinking about that. I was like, yo, I want to diversify my genes. So like I got to go to like Asian countries. So I'm thinking like, but I want a smart kid. But then you go to the Asian countries and you hear the stereotypes. They got small dicks. 
had to whisper that, but they have small penises in the Asian countries. It's the rumor. But I don't think that, I hope that doesn't ever happen to my child, because I obviously want to have a boy as well, eventually, God willing, if he allows it. But if I have little Asian, mixed Asian girls, oh my God, they're going to be so goddamn cute. Little. Oh my God, can I even do the math on that? Quarter Moroccan, eighth Palestinian, eighth Russian, uh, made an Amer. Oh, how do I calculate my American into this? Fuck. I am really triracial, not quadracial. I was just born here. But then what would I make? Ooh, it would have to be like a part Native American, part Korean. Or one of those other, maybe a Muslim Asian country. Oh, smart one, Indonesia. I feel like they're very smart over there, maybe. Or what's the other one? Singapore. Whichever one they have smarter people at, and also bigger penis sizes on average. And also hotter women. But see, like a Korean woman, if she wasn't Christian... Part Korean. What's the other parts? Part Native American. Part Native American, part Korean. What else do we mix in there, guys? Come on, help me out, help me out. What do we do? Something like near, um, like Australia? That's like the other side of the world. But Australia is pretty much English. And we don't need any of that dirty blood in us. We'll think about it. For now, it's going to be a part Korean, part Native American. Two parts is good enough. Four, three to three to four would be ideal. You know what I mean. But you can't be like, oh, I'm part Irish, I'm part Scottish, I'm part English, and I'm part French. I'm like, all right, you're at most two parts. Because like those three things are fucking one big island. Come on now. Oh, I'm not playing this next video. This makes me sad, embarrassing. Chicks gets chick gets flown out by dude claiming to miss her only to get stood up at the airport. But she was also not very good looking. And the fact that the guy did buy her a flight out. By the way, if you buy a flight, sometimes you can get a real cheap flight out. Got this chick a real cheap flight out. Probably got to the airport to pick her up and was like, oh, you were a lot not as good looking as I expected. And then dipped on her and the whole thing is just her like doing song like her sing-along things where she lip syncs but listen let me pause because i'm going to pee myself and we will be right back back netanyahu's son yosef i think that's gonna be the title of the episode all right damn it's almost midnight all right next video Ugh. all right only because this is a life lesson it's called Former Waitress Tells How She Ended Up Smashing a Whole Squad of Soldiers at Work. Dot, dot. Blames her father for her actions. And this is from the Whatever Podcast. Let's play it. You said that you effed a whole platoon 
Oh, yeah. How did this unfold? Where were you? I was in Alabama working at Buffalo Wild Wings. Okay, and one of them came in and he was like, <laughs> he would, Yeah, and then he would stay for me, like, after work. And I'd be like, we go into my car. And, like, we would go to my car after work, like, do it. And then yeah, how, did, how did that translate into, <laughs> yo, you should sleep with my whole platoon? It was like, bring your friends to eat some wings. And then I was like, oh, they're cute. And he was like, I was like, put me on. And he like, put me on. And then he like, put me on another, and then put me on another. And then they put me on a whole nother batch that would come in. Here's the real question, Jeannie. What's your relationship like with your dad? It wasn't. He left before I was born. Blame the father. I do have that issue. This is why you must raise your daughters. Okay, dudes? Please raise your daughters. Yep. Dude, I wouldn't even be mad if, like, because of my little sisters and um and my nieces i thought there's no way i could raise little girls i still don't know if i could but having seen oh they're so awesome just little boys would be more fun in the sense of like i could wrestle with them but i still wrestle with these little i i treat you know what it is it's like they say, like they when they when they get, when you're given advice on like how to talk. Oh, how do I talk to women or girls? Get advice. How do I talk to men or gays? Get advice. How do I talk to the same sex? Talk to them like you talk to anybody else. And that's the thing when you talk to kids like anybody else and treat them just like anybody else. They're fun. You know what it is too? It's also more fun too because I'm a, a man and they're women, um, females, that when they ask me to do feminine things, I just always be like, I can't. I'm a boy. And that cracks them up so much. I can't. And you just act like a child almost. I can't play with dolls. I'm a boy. And they fucking love it. And then I, I reinforced gender stereotype. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I didn't want to watch this next one. Eh, we'll talk about it then. All right, this is disturbing to the eyes. You won't believe what this landlord found when he showed up to evict a tenant. I'm gonna come to your house at five in the morning. Good. I promise you that. We don't need insurance policy. We don't need your it. mammy got it. Yeah, your cash. All right, I gotta hear that back again. I'm gonna raise the volume because she says something important. This is actually important. I'm gonna come to your house at five in the morning. Good. I promise you that. We don't need insurance policy. We don't need your mammy got it. Yeah, we'll cash it in. For what? For nothing, you piece of shit. So she said, where's your something insurance policy at? And then he says, your, your nanny or whatever. He says something and then she goes, well, good. You better cash it in. He goes, what that mean? Yo. Yeah, we'll cash it in. For what? For nothing, you piece of shit. For what? For nothing, you piece of shit. She. Shit. <laughs> Dude, this is why it sucks to have like a post. Like I said. Like I said. If she called me to put you, you, I don't you want you to leave. You got a motherfucking gun. You talking shit. I'm, I mean, what I need a gun for? Because you, you. you got one. I saw it on the hip. Then who 
what I'm saying? What I need it for. Yo, and then he goes in, and it's like hoarders. Just garbage and junk all over the floor, dude. And that's enough. I don't have to play the video and watch it again. All right. Pretty terrible, man. That's why, like, it makes you, like, wary of being a homeowner, uh, especially renting out. But, like, you need to have fucking... I mean, look, you know what's crazy, actually? Let's be real. My apartment. They don't really come and check and make sure we ain't fucking shit up as long as you pay the rent on time, right? But I guess if you're getting evicted, you ain't paying the rent on time. So at that point, you got to kind of be checking up on shit to make sure they ain't fucking shit up. And you got to get the law enforcement involved. I don't know. But the next video, perfectly titled, so I don't even have to explain it myself. It's called How to Get Arrested 101, colon. Check says you shouldn't pay federal taxes in 2024. And here's her reasons why. First of all, I'm just going to preface this with. This chick has the energy of, hey, guys, if none of us answer any of the questions on the test, we can't all fail it. And then you know that most of the kids are going to answer the questions on the test, even though they say they won't. Let's play it. I'm not paying taxes in 2024. Hallelujah. Hey, I just say that I've been seeing a lot of people talk about this topic and speak on this topic, but I want to nominate myself as the spokesperson where we could come get the information from. Because one thing I'm going to do is get some information when everybody say what we ain't going to do. And what we ain't going to do is for genocide in 2023. So far, I've been looking on content creators posts who've been talking about this tax strike for literally months. And we've all decided that no one should be paying taxes in 2024. This upcoming tax season, do not pay any taxes. If you've already been having taxes taken out of your check um, throughout the year, it is okay to file uh, to get your taxes back. But do not pay if you have been exempt from uh, taxes taken out of your check. Um, there was supposed to be a rent strike that happened at the beginning of this inflation period that did not happen because a lot of people felt like they didn't want to be the only one not paying their rent and get evicted. And honestly, I can't be mad at that. But what I will say is we don't need that many people to collectively be behind this idea for this tax strike to happen. Even if a few of us weren't paying our rent, they would still feel it. Don't fall for the trap. Don't listen to anyone telling you it's not going to work. Just keep talking, keep sharing, keep engaging with this topic so that we can all get the word out. If y'all want me to keep making videos on this topic to keep y'all informed, let me know and I definitely will do that. And she's also going to jail. Going to jail. Dude, all right, listen. They say they're not paying their taxes, right? But how many of these people are independent contractors? That's probably what it is. A lot of them are probably Uber drivers. They have to pay their taxes on all that shit, dude. Uber drivers and, like, if you do any of those kind of, like, ride share or, or even the food delivery ones, you get contacted as an independent contractor. Same thing when you're a comedian, apparently. You got to, like, register what you make so you can... Uh, pay your taxes which is smart because i don't know i didn't go over it but um, little baby or whoever i believe that was his name his taxes or he would like deposit half of the money and the other half of the money would almost like go on the side just i guess to pay taxes i hope you don't have to pay 50 percent, but it's better to have 50 percent pay what you need to and then keep whatever's left over aside and just be comfortable with the other 50 percent. because he made more than 
No, he didn't make more than that. But even then, oh, damn, dude. Only making 24 instead of 42. He made 2100 every three months, every four months, $60,000 a year. But, yo, making $60,000 a year only doing comedy, I would have to go and live in a cheaper place, which is fine. I only really live here mainly, mainly for my proximity to my family and my job. When my family moves, I might move. If I can find someplace cheaper that's not a pain in the ass, I will absolutely move. I really have nothing tying me down here. I love, I like the people here. They're cool. But realistically, I feel like this is just like a uh, a side mission in my main mission. And I got to get back to the main mission, bro. I might have to go somewhere near Jersey City or some shit. Or even if I'm just close enough to Jersey City that I could like take a cheap enough Uber to get there and then just take the path train there and back and then Uber back home, I'd be fine with that. But I also still got to be close enough to my job. For now. That being said, guys, we only have two videos left. Two kind of funny videos. I saved the best for last. Uh, this next video is called Major L. Not paying a $63 tow drop fee ends with a totaled Jeep for this woman. It's not totaled, but it's definitely fucked up. Okay. So now, I'm guessing the tow that starts with the tow truck driver, I'm assuming he's out of the car. He's like, all right, you just got to pay $63, and then we'll drop it. And he's got a chain on the back, and then it's also, like, got the back wheels up, because that's how you do it safely, right? When you're trying to, like, bring it. And then the lady's in the car, apparently. And she honks, and then she starts driving to drive it off, and then it tips on its side. And now the car is on its side. Got it all on camera. And he did. Got it all on camera. I got it all on camera. All this instead of just paying $63, right? All this instead of just paying $63, right? All of this instead of paying $63. And now she's trying to open the door. And it, because, like, she... All right, so the way she landed it is on the passenger side. So she has to get out through the driver's side door. But the driver's side door is heavy and going to keep closing on top of her. But it's also, like, his, he's fucking right, dude. All this, instead of paying $63, the amount of damage you just did on your new Wrangler... Yeah, fucked up the whole side. Let's just say you somehow get it with like a winch somehow to not damage and, and pick it back up. The fact that hopefully you didn't do you're not going to do damage also when you're bring, picking it back up to like the wheels and the axles and all that shit. Dude. Just pay the 63 bucks. Look. All now of she's instead of just paying sixty-three dollars. All of this instead of just paying sixty-three dollars. The car is smoking now because it's still running. They keep asking about the policy. Policia? That means policy. 
check your policy. You should have checked your insurance policy. It might have covered the tow fee. Check your insurance policy. Look, she says it. Ready? What about the policy? Did you turn the car off? Can you turn it off? For, we got to get the policy. All of this instead of just paying the money to get it released. I speak the policy, I think she said. I speak the policy. I speak the policy. I speak the policy. Dude, next video, last video, and we're getting out of here. Ah, oh, almost two hours. That's good. I was expecting only an hour and a half, so I'm glad. All right. Dude. Dude, dude. Northwest is becoming... I don't know if the Kardashians purposely are trying to make her be the like the one that trolls the Kardashians because she's a child or she just wants to do it. But like I've never watched the Kardashians. I don't even know how to. I don't have cable TV. I don't know if it's on one of the streaming services. I assume it's on one of them. I would only watch it. To see what funny shit she says. Because holy shit. I'm a huge now. I'm a new huge fan of Northwest. And maybe this is what Kanye was trying to keep her from. But at the same time like dude. Keep this up Northwest. Keep this up. You're going to be a comedian one day. The next video is called. The Spirit of Ye. Finna. Haunt Kim. For the rest of her life, colon, Northwest violates Kim Kardashian's outfit in front of her and the designer on TV. Let's play it. And I heard you were into the look. Yeah, well, could be just How could it be a little bit better? Just the if I had a bra? Yes. Okay. What are, what are your notes on the dress you saw? But first of all, such a compliment. This is the first time North ever said, oh, wow. That's beautiful. Hmm. I never said, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Her mom tried to set her up. Oh, this is the first time you've said, oh, wow. Mom looks beautiful. And she goes, I never said, oh, wow. Bitch, you ugly to me. Oh, space bar doesn't hit play again. My bad. <gasps> that face. I love it. What? Okay, so yeah. what are your notes? There's way too much gaps in the pearls. I think we felt the same. We saw yeah, we felt it the same. It looks like she's a Hawaiian girl with her dress all ripped. Okay, so if we fix the pearls by the leg, because those were all restrung for us. The pearls look fake. No, no, I think you're wrong here. These are very expensive, real pearls. I think you need a no, lesson on fake. pearls. We're not going for, like, a flapper girl. We're right. going for, like, vintage, authentic, pearly girly. It's First of all, what the fuck is vintage? Let's Google. Let's see if she just made this shit up. Vintage, authentic, girly, pearly. Okay. Just images and, and everything selling pearls. 
So let's call let's just let's take out vintage authentic and let's just go girly pearly. It's just a per it's just a brand. She's making shit up. <sighs> let's continue. It's looking like beachy. Okay, so that's why we covered the stomach so it doesn't. Alright, let's let's go back a little bit. She she's talking about how the pearls look fake. I like the this. real pearls. I think you need a lesson on pearls. We're not going for like a flapper girl. We're right. going for like vintage, authentic, pearly girly. It's looking like beachy. Okay, so that's why we covered the stomach so it doesn't look beachy. It's like I love that she speaks her mind. Northwest, I'm talking. Um. And I also love that she's just trying to keep it real with her mom. And I do notice she's probably at the age where I hope my baby sister doesn't get this way because it was a little bit annoying when, when the older sister got that way with her, her mom is they end up. And I kind of, I guess, I guess I did this a little bit with my dad at, at some point is you kind of like push your parents away a little bit. The same gender one away because like, dude, I know things. You don't know things. I know things. I don't think she's there yet, but I think she's getting there. Let's play. Like the diamonds are on it. Mm. This is my yep. worst nightmare. Like, <laughs> come to life. <laughs> I like the pearls. I just don't like that it looks like from the dollar store. Mm. It's like I'm being <laughs> punked the night before the Met. Getting read for filth by a nine-year-old. Okay, I respect your opinion. Please just be easy on me today, okay? I am. I'm not gonna lie. I, I won't say it at all. If you don't want me to, well, I'm not gonna lie. There's a way to be honest and not hurt people's feelings. So I want you to learn that. Because there's a way to say, you know, I might not love that. You know, I might not love your necklace or your outfit. <laughs> And on that note, guys, that was the podcast, so to speak. Let's do a quick plug thing. I got a couple shows coming up. I took pictures of them. Oh, man, I love you guys. You guys are the best. All right, I have one show that I may or may not go to. I'm not going to lie. It's in Newark on December 7th um, because I have work. There's no way I'm going to make the 8 p.m. showtime. Um. And he hasn't told me about any money. But it's called the Dysfunctional Holiday Dinner at the Comedy Diner at 144 Washington Street, Newark. It's uh, $10 online, $15 at the door, BYOB, 7.30 walk-in, 8 p.m. showtime. Uh, and I am also was asked by a great friend of mine, Jay Servito. To do a show, and I have to find the flyer. Here it is. Um, the Christmas is prematurely is coming prematurely at Uncle Tommy's. Twelve dollars online, twenty dollars at the door, two item minimum. But it is at thirty three West Central Ave in Pearl River, New York, on Thursday, December fourteenth, a week after, at eight p.m. Also, don't know how the fuck I'm gonna get there on time. That one I might take a little time off because I think he'll pay me. Hosted by Jay Cervito. Um, 
featuring me, Mike Minari, Walter Deptuck, Steve Badinelli, and featuring our headliner, my favorite fucking guy, Monty Mason. That one will be a fun show. If you're in the area, definitely come through for that one. Um, other than that, guys, I uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Please, if you're on Spotify and you didn't already subscribe. If you don't listen to this on Spotify, but you have Spotify, maybe for other people people's podcasts, just play my next episode, the next one. Play it on there. If you can, listen to it on there. I promise if there's any Spotify ads that come up, you never have to listen to it on there again. But as long as you listen to it for a certain amount of times, you can at least subscribe there. Because after a certain amount of subscribers, then they'll fucking try to throw some money my way, they say. And I'm getting close to hitting that number. Guys, it's 100. Come on, man. There's more than 100 of you guys that listen. Can at least 100 of you guys subscribe via... Spotify, I do it on all my family's phones and shit as I'm, I'm trying to vamp as I try to plug in the Bluetooth adapter. All right, so the intro song again was Stories About My Brother by Drake. The outro song is called Change by NF. That's too loud. We'll lower it. I don't even remember what part I wanted to play, so I'm just going to play it a little bit. Until I feel like that's enough time And then I'm gonna make some food So I love you guys I'll see you next week Inshallah I don't do drugs I'm addicted to the pain though Yeah And I've been on it for a while I don't know how to put it down I'm a break though I just wanna take a hit Keep saying I'ma quit Keep saying I'ma leave I'ma stay though I just want a little fix I don't wanna take a risk I just like wanna drift in the safe zone But lately I've been thinking I'ma have to Letting go of things I'm attached to I don't want to Cause I'm in a bad mood I swear I'm trying to get it together Sleeves up or working Trying to be better I like to rap But I ain't gonna do it forever Forget the charge I'm doing my best I know I'm not Lord, but you can do regrets Yo, in my head Most of my life's always feeling like I was holding my breath Holding my chest To be honest, I'm tired of it Look for something to be honest I'm tired of it I like to walk around Change I'm looking for I'm searching for I'm looking for I just want I just want change Like new things Got a lot of mood swings Oh you wanna tell me I'm negative I don't wanna hear what you think Tossing in my sleep Every night for like two weeks Thinking about how I could have done, done this or done that. That's me. That's probably why the issues ain't going away. Yeah, it's probably why I'm always complaining, telling myself that I'm never gonna get out of this place, out of my face. You tell me I need to be different. That's the issue though. I'm always insecurity driven, taking the wrong turns, acting like I know where I'm headed, waiting for something to happen. Snap any minute, need change. Right, but difficult to do when I feel like I hate life, and everyone around me kind of thinks I'm a great guy, but I don't ever think it, so I think I'm a fake liar. Something that I know I should do. I'm a little uncomfortable to tell you the truth, but to be honest with you, lately I got nothing to lose. See, I've always been full of pain, but now I'm making some room. Looking for change. I'll see you next week, guys. Inshallah, I love you. Peace. For-